Welcome to UBP Podcast. My name is Bernard McGrath, Senior Investment Specialist for UBP's Global and Absolute Return Fixed Income Range. And with me today is Mo Kazmi, Portfolio Manager and Macro Strategist. Today, we're going to discuss our fixed income outlook for 2021. COVID-19 is clearly at the forefront of investors' minds. Mo, when do you expect economies to begin to reopen? Hi, Bernard, and thanks for the question. Growth is clearly suffering due to COVID. However, markets are more optimistic, looking ahead to the normalization of economies, which the vaccine rollout will allow for over time. And this could actually happen pretty soon in some major countries, such as the US and UK, who have taken the lead with their vaccine programs and will therefore likely benefit from a quicker reopening than elsewhere. So towards the end of this quarter, we should start to see restrictions being lifted, given that the most vulnerable should have been vaccinated by then. This will allow us to all slowly move towards a more familiar way of living. Crucially for the outlook, we are finally approaching the potential light at the end of this COVID tunnel. But we've recently been hearing news about potential delays to the vaccine rollout globally. How does this affect your outlook? I think if we are talking about minor delays to the vaccine rollout, then the market can continue to look through this, seeing it as short-term noise rather than reflecting the more medium-term positive growth outlook. This is especially the case as any delay will probably mean that central banks and governments will stay on high alert to support economies keeping financial conditions loose. If we are talking about a major mutation that is spreading quickly and is not covered by the current vaccinations, then this would be a larger risk to the outlook. Moving on from COVID to a related matter, stimulus measures have so far been aggressive. What are your thoughts on how governments globally have reacted? I think governments have been impressive with their forceful fiscal response. We're talking about over 5% of GDP globally which is multiples of what was achieved during the global financial crisis. And this is not over. The blue sweep in the US means that President Biden is going to look to push through another stimulus package shortly, which could be another 5% of US GDP. These are not small numbers. And it will be coming at a time when the economy already looks set to begin normalizing, providing an impressive backdrop for the growth recovery to take place. On the other side of the policy spectrum, central banks have responded forcefully too, with significant purchase programs and cutting rates to their effective lower bound. There are whispers in the market that the tide could be turning. Could we see another tapered tantrum like 2013? We do think that any market talk around tapering is premature at this stage, and these were also the words of Fed Chair Powell at the last meeting. Whilst tapering will eventually come, we think the discussion will pick up during the second half of the year. We also think it will have less of an impact on markets than in 2013, given that it is already being speculated on by investors. This is in stark contrast to 2013, when it came from the Fed and caught markets off guard. From a flow perspective, it's also worth noting that the Fed is already tapering in a way, given that purchases of US Treasuries have remained steady, whilst US Treasury supply continues to rise. Crucially, the market has remained orderly during this period. That's a fair point that the Fed are effectively tapering by purchasing the same amount of assets, but there being more supply of bonds available. If we move on to discuss the market, where do you see value in fixed income today? 
We see value in credit spreads that remain wider than pre-pandemic levels, while stimulus is much greater and is likely to be sustained for some time. For example, high yield and the financial sector, specifically the 81 market where spreads are around 100 basis points wider than they were at the start of 2020. These higher beta segments of the market should perform well as growth rebounds and COVID-impacted sectors recover, whilst financials will also benefit from steeper rates curves, which we expect for this year. We see less value in government bond markets following the sharp rally of 2020, and as investors begin to question when central banks will turn less dovish. What risks are you watching for in 2021? So I have described here a positive backdrop for credit markets, but there are some risks to keep in mind. The largest risk would be a virus mutation that is not covered by the vaccines and leads to renewed lockdowns for a long period of time and brings into question again what the COVID endgame will be. Another possibility is a central bank communication error as they look to withdraw stimulus too quickly which could lead to a taper tantrum-like event which is not our base case. We do see room for rates to rise but for this to be in an orderly fashion where credit spreads can tighten at the same time. The third risk would be President Biden managing to unite Congress and push through a very large fiscal package, which includes infrastructure spending. This would support reflation trades further, however, would also question whether near-term inflationary pressures, which we currently view as temporary, have the potential to be more persistent. Thank you very much, Mo, for your insights, and for those listening to this podcast. If you would like any further information, please do not hesitate to contact us or visit us on our website at ubb.com.